0: Hey, Grace Life family, I thank God for you. This is a Father's Day weekend. If you're a father, I pray blessings over you. I pray that you feel loved and appreciated and that you will be celebrated this weekend. And so, uh, listen, I've been traveling, so I haven't been able to do a lot of these videos. I'm back home now, and I've been praying over some things. You guys have been providing me questions uh, in the Patreon or questions in the chat. And one of the questions that I received through the Q&A mailbag is about purpose or discovering your purpose. And this is not something I can just answer in five minutes. So I prayed over it and I was like, Lord, how do you want me to address this? So I taught on this over the years. Um, and so anyway, I, I came up with a, a bunch of information and I'm going to share it with you in six videos. Uh, and this will be the first of those six. So discovering your purpose. Uh, I like to say that purpose cannot be decided because God decided from the foundations of the world. And I'm going to show you lots of scripture. We're going to use biblical examples. I'm going to drive home the fact that God made plans for you from the foundations of the world, that you're not a mistake. Uh, And then I'm going to give you some practical things that you can do to discover your purpose. So uh, let's get ready for this series. This This is going to be the shortest of the six videos. This is the introduction video. And as I get into these things, I pray that this series will be a blessing to you. Once again, the question I received was, how do you discover your purpose? Now, this first video, the intro video, I'm going to put it on social media. Um, and uh, But for the rest of them, they'll just be on Patreon. So for those of you that may be watching this on social media and you're like, oh man, I want access to the rest of it, visit patreon.com forward slash Rick Pina uh, and then take a look at that there. Uh, so this is some content. What we've been doing, Isabella and I, is really kind of God told us to set up an environment, a private area where we could pour into people the things that have been poured into us. So if you're interested in that, go to patreon.com forward slash Rick Pina, and you'll gain access to the whole series. In the Patreon, I'm also providing access to the slides and everything that I put out, even when I preach, I I give them access to my notes and et cetera. All right. So these are the the six parts that we'll address in this series. Uh, Today, I'm going to talk about my philosophy around this topic, Uh, but then I'm going to drive home the fact that God made plans for you. That'll take me two videos. (laughs) Then your path was predetermined. We're going to look at the life of Jesus, and how, looking from the outside, looking in, it seemed like Jesus was taking like this zigzag road. Uh, he had to go here, then go there. He was born here, then he had to go here, then he had to go. No. Listen, God was moving pieces around on the chessboard of Jesus's life, and He does the same for us. So your path was predetermined. We're going to deal with that. And then the nitty gritty, the last two is how do you discover your purpose? All these contributing factors, and then searching your heart concerning it. And then once again, for those on the Patreon, I'll provide you copy. Uh, A copy of all the slides as we go through it. So y'all ready? Uh, So this is video number one. And oh, I did provide already in the Patreon, the spiritual gifts analysis. So if you haven't done that already, you're going to need to do that in the series. So I provided this PDF. You're going to go through it. There's like 88 questions. You answer those questions honestly. You have to answer the questions truthfully so that you can get the right results. And as you do, uh, then there's gonna be at the end as you add up all your answers, there's an assessment that tells you what spiritual gifts you're strongest at. Um, and if you say, well, Rick, I've done that before, no, do it again. Take it again because I know for me, like when I first got uh, married to Isabella and I took this spiritual gifts analysis, I was really low in, in like uh, in mercy. Like I was just you know, I'm from Brooklyn and all that. you know I was full of pride, I was still a little bit arrogant. And, uh, and I didn't have a lot of tolerance for people, honestly, but that was over 20 years ago. So uh, now I can take the test and I, and I actually have a lot more empathy and compassion for other people. Why? Because I'm de- developing in the love of God because God is love. And the more I walk with God, God walks with me. And the more I yield to the Holy Spirit, I grow in these areas. So over the years, as I've taken this spiritual gifts analysis, I've seen my numbers grow in some areas where, man, you like I, I'm actually seeing growth in these areas where I used to be low in those areas before. And then you can actually see that you're maturing as a, as a believer, as a Christian, you're growing in a bunch of different areas and you're rounding out, you're, you're becoming a more mature disciple of Jesus. So please take the spiritual gifts analysis uh, and then uh, you're going to need that in this series. And then we're going to talk about it some more. All right. So uh, for this video, I only have two slides. Um, The first one is this, Uh, my philosophy, you've probably heard me say it before, you got to find it, follow it and finish it before you die. That's really the whole point behind that is, is if God made plans for you from the foundations of the world, and I believe he did, and I believe there's biblical evidence for that. Then if we made plans on our own uh, and then we came to God, now we have a conflict between the plans that we came up with on our own, which in many cases are going to be selfish plans self-centered plans or and the plans that God came up with. Now, there, there may be a portion of those plans that actually wind up being, oh, this was what God wanted me to do the whole time. Okay, this is part of my divine purpose. Thank you, Jesus. But there are probably going to be very high, highly likely that there's going to be portions of those plans that you came up with that are not part of God's plans that God is going to have to tell you to, to let those things go. So for you to be a success in life, you have to discover your purpose. You discover it. You cannot decide it because God decided (laughs) before the world began. And so purpose must be discovered. And when you discover it, then you have to develop into it. There's some people that know what they're called to do, and they refuse to do it. There's some people that were raised in church, have been prophesied over them. You know, Many people, God used to speak clearly in plain English to them what God called them to do. And they know it. And they'll say stuff like, yeah, you know, you know, I'm a preacher's kid or I was raised in church or this or that, or God spoke over me, but I I ain't trying to do all that. You know, I, I, I want to do this thing. Okay, fine. Well, you could try that, but you cannot be a success in life until you become what it is that God called you to be. Like for example, a pen, you could use a pen for a bunch of stuff, but if a pen is not writing, it's not a success. A, a pen can't be successful if it doesn't write because it was created to write. Or let's say a flute. I don't know. I'm just making stuff up. You take a flute and if a flute doesn't play the sound that it was created or intended to play, and you use the flute as a nightstand, okay, fine. You could use it as a lamp or something else, put a light on it, but, you, but it's not successful because it was not created for that. It was created to produce this sound. You were created for something. You were created for something specific. Nobody else has your voice print. Nobody else has your fingerprint. Nobody else has your divine assignment. Nobody else. Listen, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. You were created for God's intended purpose. And when you discover that, it simplifies life. It makes life more simple because before that, you're like trying to figure out life. And and how do do you figure out life? You you ever watch, it's Father's Day weekend. So I just watched this video on social media. There was a, a man walking. A father and his like newborn, uh, like a toddler, maybe it looked like he was like 18 months, two years old, uh, walking behind the dad. And the dad puts his arms behind his back. And then the toddler looks up, puts his arms behind his back. Then the dad went like this and the toddler went like this. What am I saying? When you're a baby, you're just looking at your parents and you emulate whatever you see. When you're a baby Christian, is the same way. When you're growing up as a believer, you don't know who you are. And so you're you you like, oh, let me try to pray like Brother Johnson. Oh, uh uh, uh, oh look, Sister Smith is on the choir. I wanna be in the choir. Oh, look, uh, this guy is in the, uh, an usher, I wanna be an usher. Oh, look, or this person, oh, you're running the business. Can I I don't know. You're trying to figure out life. You don't know what you're doing. You go to college, you're trying to figure things out. And a lot of it has to do with looking at credible authority figures in your life. We're gonna talk about all of that. Uh, All of these things in the series, but you have these credible authority figures, you have these life experiences, you have what you believe to be your passions, you have these skill sets that you've developed, and all of these things you're trying to figure out. But when you know who you are, it simplifies life because your purpose will give birth to a divine vision. And once you have vision, now you know. Who you are, you 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 can see with clarity, you see your calling, and then you know that your calling is calling you, and you know that it's a matter of time. Now that what God is revealing to you in the spirit is out there. And, and, and you're not going to be there tomorrow, but you're going to get there eventually. And so now you're living in the present based on what God revealed to you about your future. And you're living with this intended purpose and it simplifies life. So when people come to you now and say, hey, you want to try this? No, 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 no. That might be, no, I'm telling you, hey, bro, this is the thing, man. This is good. Hey, sis, I'm telling you, this is amazing. That might be good for you but I'm not going to be derailed from my divine assignment. I know where I'm going because I know who I am and I'm working on something because I'm going somewhere and I'm going somewhere because I'm working on something. And I know, who, and so no, 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 I'm not going to allow your passion to derail me from mine. And so because I know who I am, I can celebrate you without it, it derailing me. And so it, it simplifies life. It gives per- birth to vision. And then this vision constrains you. Vision and purpose constrains you. The Bible says in Proverbs 29 and 18, where there is no vision, the people perish. Another translation says, where there is no redemptive revelation, the people cast off restraint. There are people that just have no restraint because they don't know who they are. They have no restraint because they don't know where they're going. And so every time somebody brings them an opportunity, they run after it. And they're always chasing this and chasing that. And and they don't know, they're, they're chasing everything. It's like they're trying to throw anything against the wall to see what sticks because they don't know who they are and they don't know what they're called to do. And we're going to talk all of, about all of that in this series. Vision and purpose will constrain you. And so let me ask you some questions as I close this first video. Do you know who you are? Like for real, for real. Do you really know who you are? Do you know what God sent you to this planet to do? Because you have a divine purpose. You were born for such a time as this. You were born when you were born, you were born where you were born because of why you were born. You were born for God's intended purpose. God is a completely purposeful God. God does nothing without purpose. Everything God does, he does it with his intended purpose in mind. So God sent you to this planet where he did and when he did because of why he did, and you are to discover it. If you don't know uh, or, or if you do know who you are, you say, "Oh no, Rick, I know." But now the question is, are you doing it? Do you have the discipline to make decisions that are going to take you towards that overall expected end? You have to then develop discipline. Some people know what they're called to do, but but one maybe they don't want to do it, or two they don't have the discipline to do it. Like like knowing what God has called you to do doesn't mean that it's going to come easy. You have to develop the discipline to make decisions day in and day out that are going to take you towards this overall. Expected end for your life, and then my uh, here's here's a question for you, a really important question. How do you measure success? Going back to the pen, the you could use a pen for a lot of stuff, but if it's not writing, it's not successful, <laughs> right? Like so, so like you, I have a light. These I have two lights on right here. I could use these lights to do something else, to hold something up or whatever. But if it's not lighting, it's not successful. So how do you measure success? I know that in this world people measure success by houses and cars and money and fame and all of that. But I believe that in the kingdom of God success is simple. Did you find it? Did you follow it? Did you finish it before you die? Did you accomplish your divine assignment while you were in, in the land of the living? Did you get it done before you die? That's it. Now, it doesn't like it's not measured in money or houses or cars. Now, God can give you all those things. God is not opposed to those things. But my point is that you can't measure success in those things. Success is measured in purpose. Godly success is measured in purpose. So when you know your aim, my question for you as I close, what are you aiming at? I mean, like, what are you focused on? Um, What are you looking to be? Are you looking to be something because you just want to be it? Or are you looking to be something because you believe that God destined for you to do it? I I think it's dangerous to tell kids you can be whatever you want. I, I believe that as a believer, we should be telling kids, There's nothing you can't do that God has called you to do. Listen, son, listen, daughter, you're not a mistake. God sent you to this planet for such a time as this. You can become the man or the woman that God called you to be. God, you have a predetermined purpose. You have a predestined purpose overall expected end for your life. And your job is to find it, follow it, and finish it. I'm praying with you, son. I'm going to help you. I'm going to help guide you. I'm going to help direct you. You've got to spend time with the Holy Spirit for yourself. I'm going to tell you what the Holy Spirit tells me about you, son, or you, daughter, but you have to spend time with the Holy Spirit for yourself so you can discover, so you can know what to aim at, so you can know where to go, so you can know what you need. Once you know your purpose and you know your aim, you know what to ask for in prayer. You know what you're going to need in your divine assignment. There's some resources that you're going to need that other people are not going to need. And they might look at you crazy because, why do you need all that? Don't take all that. Listen, I need some things to do what God has called me to do that you may not need. So don't get mad at me for walking in my divine purpose. Listen, I will celebrate you and just let... Why don't you celebrate me? We can celebrate the diversities of giftings and callings without jealousy. But when you also know what you need, you also know what you don't need. So you don't need to be chasing after stuff that you don't need. So you celebrate others and let them be them. And then you are at at peace with yourself so you can be you. I'm going to talk about discovering your divine purpose. This is part one of six. So get ready. I'm excited about this series. I love you and God loves you more. Have a blessed day.